Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. podcast i'm your host ryan and today we have a special episode we have a brand new guest it's been a long time since we had someone new on the podcast but i'd like to introduce yeti yeti how you doing man i'm good how about you i'm doing great uh it's a saturday over here california it's nice and beautiful outside but the crazy winds but i'm doing good kind of recovering from the coronavirus but uh really excited to have you on today man i'm excited too it's been a long time coming <laughs> yeah you know it's so cool when um, you know, I was streaming on TikTok, but it's where you really just said, Hey, yeah. I want to be on the podcast. Like, I appreciate that so much because this podcast is meant for all of us. It's meant to bring people together, talk about this stuff. You know, obviously we're in the Halo community, so it's going to be really cool to share uh, a lot about that today. Um, but as I always do, when someone's new on the podcast, I love doing icebreaker questions. Now I made sure okay. to give these to you. So <laughs> I'd like to start off with your first one, which is what is your favorite game? Of all time um my favorite game of all time was uh halo combat evolved i mean that's that's what really got me into the halo i mean uh the halo scene i i was just a kid when it came out man and getting that that first xbox and getting halo and then getting into that just the lore of that game is just really brought me into the franchise and i haven't you know, I haven't left it since I've I've played every single Halo ever since Combat Evolved, and it's literally a part of my life. So, <laughs> yeah, huge. And no, I, <laughs> I love to hear that. Um, obviously, we've been through the rough times as well, but now we're kind of getting back into what I would say is like the silver age of Halo. I think we're getting there for sure. Um, when it comes to Combat Evolved specifically. Is there any one part of that game though that stands out to you the most that like you when it comes to nostalgia too? Okay. So it would have to be the it, literally the first mission when you're on Halo and every just the entire scenery t- turns into that flood. That that flood um esque feel. Like you didn't you don't know what's going on. But there's something not covenant going on in the game, you, you know. That's what really the flood is a huge. I, I I love the flood aspect of the game more than anything because it's you know you you get the alien aspect from the covenant, but the flood is more than the alien aspect, and it's just something that has really drawn me into the franchise was that first flood mission in the game 
Yeah, I would hope everyone knows that's listening, but in case you don't, so the mission we're referring to is 343 Guilty Spark. You're yes. playing through Halo, like Yeti's saying. You're fighting these aliens. You feel like it's a Star Wars vibe. And then out of nowhere, your video game turns into a slight horror game. And I couldn't agree with you more. That is ultimately my favorite part about Halo Combat Evolved. Because even as a kid, and we talked about it on stream, I just didn't expect that at all like it scared the hell out of me the library was horrifying i was eight years yeah. old you know like, <laughs> so uh, that is that. <laughs> just running through the gauntlet 343 guilty sparks just laughing at me as i'm dying and running scared um so i love that man that is like the most perfect answer and i couldn't agree with it more uh is like you know when, when i was replaying it on stream i was just like oh, i love these memories so much um but yeah, yeah awesome answer uh next up would be what is your favorite movie or movie franchise of all time um you know i had a tough time thinking about that question <laughs> <laughs> most people do because <laughs> you know you you got your you got your answers like star wars and like lord of the rings and stuff like that but um one of my all-time favorite um movies growing up was those classic Godzilla movies. I I got really into the MonsterVerse when I was younger, so those, you know, those Japanese-made Godzilla <laughs> movies, those were something yeah. that I just loved watching when I was growing up. So I'd have to say that, like, just in general, just, like, God, the Godzilla movies. Yeah, the old ones. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think my, my favorite uh, one from the High Sea era back in the day was Godzilla vs. Destroya. Uh, yep. <laughs> that movie always like hit me in the heart when I was a kid. The action's great, of course. Uh, you know, when baby Godzilla dies, thankfully he comes yeah. back. That's a whole other podcast. But uh, no, I I agree with you. You know, the, the movie question's funny. There's like parameters I have to set. So my favorite trilogy of all time is Lord of the Rings. My favorite okay. movie of all time is Back to the Future. So like that's how I kind of separate it. And then like favorite superhero movies, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. So it's like... Okay. I had to do parameters, dude. I'm right. I'm right there with you. It's it's a tough one, and honestly, but, I think um, this next one is tough too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I am incorporating more music because I I had a music podcast, but now I'm doing everything together. So, well, what is your favorite band of all time? My favorite band of all time is Hollywood Undead. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. That's amazing. Growing, <laughs> growing up in like that MySpace era, and then like listening to them going through MySpace, and then all of a sudden like they're a huge aspect of my life like growing up playing uh halo 3 um and listening to undead <laughs> just vibing to that song when i was like eight like 10 years old like <laughs> it's a great song it's a great um, song it, so it's on the uh what is that record called that und is it all undead is it self-titled anyways uh, Hollywood that first song was Swan Songs. Swan that was Songs. Their, yeah, that was their first album. Yeah, so it was funny. The deluxe edition of that has all the demos that I used to listen to, and they put it on that right. record. Yeah. Um, I still <laughs> listen to some of those songs today. I would walk home from high school. I was, you know, when Halo 3 came out, 2007. So yeah, I was uh, a freshman in high school, and I'd walk home listening to Undead, uh, Paradise Lost, and then all the demo songs like Circles and Knife Called Lust. So... Yeah. <clears throat> It's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I think, I think their old stuff is really good. I haven't heard anything since then, but I'm, I'm sure it's still good. Very man. good yeah. stuff. Um, what are their the 
the one of the the original singers Deuce that was in Swan Songs is no longer in hasn't been in Hollywood and Dead for since Swan Songs. So they've had a new singer with them ever since, but it's it's still got that good Hollywood and Dead vibe for sure. That's awesome. Um, well, yeah, man. So thank you so much for answering those icebreaker questions. It's a really fun way for us to get to learn about you uh, and your tastes and where you're at, you know, see the diversity of everyone's choices. It's really fun for us. Um, but you're in a community or, you know, whatever you guys want to call it. I didn't ask officially. Uh, it's um, a gaming community. So a gaming community called Frogs. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? So Frogs is really uh, freaking really OP with Grapple Shot. Um, it was a joke created by uh, Copper and uh, Emperor Wilbur, a.k.a. the Godfrog on TikTok, Kermit the Godfrog on TikTok. Um, they were, it was a joke that they just, they just kind of ran with it. And it it's, it's two years in the making and it's a great community. Um, we don't just do the Halo. We do Fortnite. We do COD. We do whatever you guys want to do. We just we're just vibing but mainly it's a halo community um obviously grapple freaking real op with the grapple shot you know so i love that you know i i uh was fortunate enough to find myself in one of your guys's uh, custom lobbies uh, uh probably a couple yeah. weeks ago now and it was amazing i loved every bit of it it reminded me of the classic halo days especially like halo 3 halo reach and it was fun uh, everyone was nice as shit. I mean, I already pretty much knew half of everyone, mainly from TikTok, which was even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Wilbur. I love that guy. Um, but yeah, a, that is awesome, man. All um, of you guys are wonderful people. Go ahead. Yeah, we. Uh, so a lot of us are uh, content creators, obviously. You know, through TikTok and um, Twitch and um, streaming. Uh, most of us don't, or most of us are streamers. Some of us are just, you know, content creators doing stuff on TikTok. Um, but we do monthly wars or challenges, um, just to, you know, fresh content to not just our, our own content, but to, you know, uh, Halo and the, um, just the franchise in general. Like, um, when I joined, like two months in, we we went into the classic wars and uh, we just went back into the old Halo games. And as a community, we played all those Halo games together. And I got to tell you, that was probably one of the most nostalgic things we've done since I've joined Frog <laughs> is go back into those old games and play together and, you know, create memories that we didn't, some of us didn't have grown up, you know, like with the land and stuff like that. Some of us didn't get a chance to do that kind of stuff. So it's nice. I, I, I really love the community that I'm in and the challenges that we do together is, it's pretty great. Yeah, no, I agree. And, uh, being able to, I mean, you guys are honestly doing quite literally a community service. So some of your newer members, maybe some of the younger crowd that play up with you guys are doing them a huge favor because nothing, comes close to halo when it comes to a land party but these custom nights that you guys have these challenges you guys have are about as close as you're going to get in 2023 so i think that's, that's absolutely wonderful um the question i had for you and I can, i'll make sure and put it in the link in the the bio of this episode is there a specific frogs page that people can look for or you just want to look for yours or 
Um, on TikTok, it's just frogs. It's at um F period R period O period G period S period on TikTok. Uh, that is our main page. That is where all of, um all of our announcements and stuff will be on. Um, as well as anybody that has FRGS in front of their name on TikTok, we all have uh links to our Discord and um youtube patreon anything um most of us have those links on our page so yeah but frogs is our main main one awesome yeah thank you so much yeah i'll make sure to put all of that in the description below so if you're listening and you want to check it out please do please support them they're wonderful people um next up we're going to move on to a couple non-halo things and then jump back into halo I didn't know if you had a chance to watch these, but if you didn't, we'll still kind of go over them because they're obviously a pretty big deal. So I wanted to talk about the GTA 6 trailer and the Monster Hunter mm-hmm. Wilds trailer. Did you happen to watch either of these? I watched both of them. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> talk about GTA 6 first. What did you think? Um, so I'm not, I, I've never really been, uh, I mean, I played the franchise, of course, growing up, uh, you know, Vice City, you know, all all those ones. But the way that that game looked, it was beautiful. It it looked beautiful. And I loved how that they brought real life things that have happened throughout the years into the game and showed it from that gaming standpoint. Um, the graphics looked amazing. Um, it's been a long time coming, though. Um, I don't know how long it's been since um, 5, but I'm, I'm assuming yeah, <laughs> 10 years. Okay. So that's, that's a long time coming. And it, I, I feel for the Grand Theft Auto community because we, the Halo community almost had that long of a stretch in between five and infinite. So I feel for that community, but it looks like a great game. It, it looks like it's going to be great. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I grew up, I'm very, very grateful to have older brothers. I, you know, I grew up playing GTA 3 by City San Andreas religiously with my cousin. We would take turns to see who can get wanted the level and survive the longest. And whoever dies has to give the other con- the person the controller. So it's like couch co-op. Um, That's awesome. I, yeah, this is very fun. Shout out to Jarrett. He'll be listening to this. Um, but yeah, so I love the old GTAs. GTA 4, again, me and my cousin, we had played the hell out of it with our friends online. And it was a great experience because it was grounded. You didn't have to earn money to buy stuff. You didn't have to live a second life. And so I'm right. sure you can figure out where I'm going. GTA five was great, but I felt like it was just too much. Like there's just too, like I felt like I had too many options to do anything in the world. And the, the stuff just costs too much to earn online. Um, the community was pretty toxic when you played online. So if you were actually trying to complete missions and stuff to earn multiplayer money, like good luck. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's whatever for me. I am happy for the GTA community. And I couldn't agree yeah. anymore. The game looks fucking stunning. <laughs> I mean, like, I couldn't yeah. believe how beautiful yeah. it looked. And then, obviously, like you said, obviously, in the internet videos, I'll make sure to repost it on my TikTok. So check it out. Is the one to one comparisons with real world events? I mean, yeah. they nailed it. They fucking nailed every single one of them, man. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to try it out. It comes out in 2025. It's going to be probably September, October. I think it's right. going to be a really good release. So. I just wanted to touch on it. Obviously, it's a huge deal, but uh, it's Grand Theft Auto. I mean, it's not going to be a bad game. They don't they don't know no. what it means to make a bad game. So uh, I do look Obviously, forward to it. They've, 
they spent 10 years on it. So. <laughs> yeah, they spent quite a long time on it, and it shows. That, that one trailer shows it. I think that's the yeah. thing I'd like to really highlight, though, before we move on to Monster Hunter, um, is GTA or Rockstar has always done a great job of showing you exactly what you're going to get. Like, this is your gameplay. This is what it's going to look like in-game, and we're not hiding anything from you. I've always got to admit, their, their marketing is, like, perfect. Uh, I've yeah. never felt slighted at all. I mean, and you can see that. You can see what the the GTA, um, just Rockstar and GTA, the name has in general, because, you know, that one that one poster they did, uh, I can't, how many... Uh, there's countless other gaming franchises that just co- copied it. Even Halo, oh, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that shows how much, how popular GTA is just in the gaming community in general for all these other gaming communities to be like, Hey, we're doing something too. And this, and we're doing the same, same vibe as GTA. So like, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I was kind of, flabbergasted at that so yeah me too but i I think someone i don't know if it was like a ign or something but someone had a really good perspective on it but it's also like these other game developers showing respect to how powerful gta is you know in rockstar and i was like yeah i like that a lot i mean yeah sure if it works i mean everyone took it and made it their own so like instead of the palm trees you know the halo one had the halo ring in the background with the mountains i was like that's sick Uh, that's a really nice way to show respect obviously everyone i mean i don't i I hope Rockstar's humbled from that because it definitely wasn't trying to steal it. It's like, hey, this is a big no. deal. We want to be a part of that big deal. <laughs> exactly. So, um, exactly. But uh, yeah, anything about anything else about GTA before we kind of move on? Well, if like I said, if I knew more about it, I, I would love to talk more about it. I just it's it's not a franchise that really pulled me in. So, but I do respect it as a it's a game for sure. Yeah. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I'm really out of touch with it, but it, obviously by the trailer, one last thing is like it definitely looks like a body, Bonnie and Clyde kind of campaign. Yeah. So I am curious to see how that plays out. There's a lot of theories that the dude is actually an undercover cop and he puts her in jail. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, but next up is something that I posted my live reaction to because I couldn't believe it actually happened is Monster Hunter Wilds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Yeti, uh, how long have you been playing Monster Hunter 4, if at all? Oh, um, so kind of fairly new. It was the one that first came on Xbox. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Monster Hunter World. Um, World. Yeah, that's the one that really pulled me into the franchise. And I, I've been playing it ever since. Oh, nice. Yeah, Monster Hunter World was my favorite game of all the last generation. So yeah, 1X and all that. I have like almost a thousand hours on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I've been playing Monster Hunter since the third one came out in 2012. Yep. Uh, it was a franchise I always knew about, but I never gave the time of day to. And then one of my coworkers convinced me, he's like, dude, you got to play it. Like, just play it. And the learning curve was hard. It was extremely hard. It took like five hours yes. to figure the game out. Um, but man, after that, it's been one of the best rides ever, and it's become one of my favorite franchises of all time. And I thought Rise was cool. I played it on the Switch. It came out on the Xbox. It's okay. It's not bad, but it's not World. So yeah, as you can imagine, exactly. oh, go ahead. Uh, I said it's not World exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, as you can imagine, 
seeing this wild trailer, I, as you saw, lost my shit and I couldn't yeah. be more excited. But what were your what were your thoughts just seeing this trailer and obviously the animation? So at the beginning of it, I didn't think it was, I I I didn't know what it was. It it didn't have that monster hunter vibe at the beginning of the trailer so i was really confused when i was like oh my god right when i saw capcom i was like oh my god is this another monster hunter game <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you know the style of it i i like i love it but it it didn't say monster hunter right off the you know right off the bat to me so I'm uh, I'm excited to see how the game goes, but but I was just as confused as you were when when all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is a Monster Hunter's game. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the calling card came on, I was like, oh shit. Um, yeah, you know it's funny too because on the side of the guy's pouch is a light bow gun, but I didn't think about it in the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the animation just looks stunning, and now we're getting get a dragon raptor dog thing. Yeah. Uh, that looks amazing as a mount, and then we see the Rathian fly over. You know, I was just that's that's one of my favorite right, when monsters. I saw that Rathian, I was like, oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna that, that game's gonna ruin my life for sure. I can't wait. Oh, for um, sure. But yeah, so that comes out 2025. Just kind of wanted to touch on that real quick. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's move on to Halo. The reason why we're here, what brings us all together. Um, I think we'll start off with season five as a whole. Like, what have what what has been your experience and your overall thoughts of season five so far? Season five, um, you know, I've been playing this game since the beginning, uh, but season five, I, I I feel like it's brought a new, I don't know, a, a new attractiveness to it because it's. You can just open it up, and there's 20-plus things you can do in multiplayer now. You 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 can go play Firefight. You can go play Big Team Battle. You can go get your rank on. You can go do some Rumble Pit or Free For All. Or just some get some Slayer in. Or in Custom Browser. I mean, there's so many things that the Forging community and... Um, just the Halo community in general have been working on in the custom browser and to see where Halo Infinite is now compared to where it was in season one, it's just it makes me happy as a Halo fan <laughs> to see where this game has come from. I know it's been a long time coming, I know it should have happened like right off the bat but where it is now it's like like you said earlier it's the silver age of halo you know and i've i don't know it's just brought a new life or a new love to me just being able to be like oh i can go do this or i can do this or you know having choices in this game is huge obviously for any halo player you want to have a choice to play what you want, not just have like six things you can choose from <laughs> like it was when the game started. <laughs> so, um, and yeah. Um, well, I feel that though. I feel that 
you know, I, uh, you know, same thing, played Halo Infinite from the flights, you know, obviously we've been playing it since then. And <clears throat> to see where the games come in almost exactly two years from launch is definitely nothing short of impressive. And I would say season four and five are like the post launch updates we should have got. And then yes. everything before should have been that launch. So I'm very happy to see like this is where we're at now. Uh, just a huge shout out to basically Pierre Hines, who's the man who fixed MCC. And now he's over here fixing Halo Infinite with his yes, juggernaut sir. of a team. Yeah, he's definitely the goat of Halo developers right now for the last probably 10 years. Um, it's just incredible what this man can get done and with his team and everyone under him, just believing in him as a leader, delegating. It clearly is paying off because everyone's doing such a really good job. Uh, yeah. I couldn't agree, though. I think Halo, like season five, really added something that we've all been missing. Just a new a new light to the game. Uh, we have the flood armors. We have great new battle passes, operations, combined arms. Uh, we have cross-core helmets. Like you said, the playlists have looked healthier and better than ever, and they rotate weekly now, just like MCC, which is where we needed to be. So Team Snipers is back this week. Um, we'll talk about the mid-season update in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of really good content. You got campaign, forge, multiplayer, custom games browser, as you said. I mean, there's more to do in this game now than ever, and it's only going to keep getting better for the next uh, four seasons because, like you said, they're going to do four more seasons. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think the community has been stronger too. I constantly see new accounts, whether they're Smurfs or people legitimately just playing the game for the first time. Uh, the community's at, I think this week alone, we're at like 300,000 on yep. Tuesday for the mid-season update. On Tuesday, so, yep. Um, the numbers are looking good. Uh, the sales are doing great. And, uh, honestly, it's just been a really good time for Halo fans. All of us have just been having a good time. Uh, before we get into the mid-season update, though, with those good times, unfortunately, are some bad times, and I do want to touch on those because I think they should be spotlighted. Because Absolutely. you know, as I've said before on stream, some of this stuff has happened to me now only in season five and not ever before. So yep. we'll kind of touch on that real quick. Uh, what are some of the bad experiences you've had, whether it's crashing, uh, just anything like that that you'd like to share? Yeah. Uh, so, cool just to come off of what you said, like stuff that's only happened in season five that's never happened to me before is um, be in the middle of a match and everything's going fine and all of a sudden my screen freezes and my game crashes and I go back to the home screen just out of nowhere. Um, that's something that I've never experienced with Halo before. Um, and Frankly, it's just, I don't get it. I don't know why, but I know that it happens to everybody. So I don't know what's going on there. But, um, and also, I'm having, um, what, connection issues. Um, like, my ping will go up from, I'm, I'm usually at a steady 80 ping most of the time I'm playing. And then all of a sudden I'm up at 200, 300 for like three or four seconds and then I'm fine again. And I'm, but I'm not where I'm at where, or I'm not where I was when, before that lag spike, you know, that, so this is stuff that's, I've noticed in season five that's kind of, it's irritated me, but it's not something that's keeping me from playing the game. You know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a mild annoyance that just, 
happens every once in a while. <laughs> that, that's how dedicated you are as a fan, and I, I fucking love that, dude. I fucking love that. Um, but to kind of piggyback off what you said, so yeah, I've kind of kept track because it's unfortunately happened pretty much exclusively on stream, so it's been easy to count the number. I've had a record total of 22 crashes that have happened that have not only ranked me down a whole tier, so now I'm Diamond 4 where I was Diamond 5, besides my performance too, uh, the jitter. So basically yep. what we're talking about when it comes to unstable packet loss and jitter, you'll be fighting someone and it looks like they're strafing so good that they're ice skating and there's literally nothing you can do. And as Yeti said, it kind of just happens out of nowhere. You can be halfway through your game and have a crash. You can be towards the end of your game and all of a sudden this jitter makes you lose because you cannot kill these people like you literally cannot win the fights uh one of the other things that's been extremely unfortunate as we all know getting the hero rank is awesome and big team battle is a huge part of that well with season five the map breaker has been plagued uh there'll be terrible visual pop in the map literally looks like it's like being cut like paper all in front of you and then also the frame rate drops to 30 when you get to the middle of the map and it looks horrible on your game. I mean, it's very unstable and it's hard to play. And those are just some just some of the issues that we've had that are extremely unfortunate, too, because it's basically ruined this experience to an extent. But as I just mentioned and laughing about it, we're devoted fans. So obviously we're going to keep playing. But uh, it's unfortunate. And thankfully, with the midseason update, we had some slight fixes. They were able to address some of these issues. I'm happy to report the crashing is pretty much gone. And one of the I things that came out of the midseason... What's that? Sorry. Go. go. Oh, oh I no, I thought you said I crashed. Me. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought you said I crashed. I'm like, no. <laughs> um, I'm glad that you haven't crashed. But uh, one of the other things that came with the midseason update, we finally have Firefight on an official capacity here, and it's King of the Hill on nine different maps. So we got Valhalla, uh, Last Resort, or Zanzibar, but it's called Cusini Bay. And then we also have the House of Reckoning from the campaign and so many other maps that are just original maps that now have King of the Hill Firefight. And it's taught me something very amazing is that not only has Firefight always been one of my favorite modes of all time, but this fresh take on it, King of the Hill, is the perfect Halo experience because the Halo experience is always about your 30 seconds of fun. And you are going to get that entirely in this game mode because they are rushing you. All the enemies spawn. They coming. They're coming right for you and the hill. Like there is no hiding. There is no. There's the downtime you have is maybe ten to fifteen seconds. But one of the things they did in this playlist that I'm really excited to talk about is also their networking. So this playlist is testing out their whole new networking overhaul. And I gotta say, there is no lag. There is no issues. No desync. I mean, the game runs almost flawlessly. So. Yeti, speaking of punk fire, a firefight, like what has been your thoughts on that so far? Uh, I mean, I, I, I've been playing firefight since reach, you know, so seeing, seeing them bring this fresh take of firefight into this game, like with the King of the Hill aspect is Picasso. (laughs) Like it's perfect for, uh, PVE. Um, and I've had, better experiences connection wise with the firefight playlists than I've ever had in this game ever. Like um, I have no issues whatsoever when I'm playing that game. Um, My shots hit. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you know, 
there's no no better feeling than seeing those medals pile up as you're just killing grunts and you're killing elites and you're killing brutes and it's it's a great addition to this game and i think it was much needed yeah you know i think that's what made odst so fun is not only were you playing like a pv mode with your friends on these gorgeous maps with this incredible game but you also had the rewards popping up you had the medals popping up and getting a double kill for like taking out two grunts with one sniper bullet or two like one plasma king that cluster luck like that's just fun like that's the whole point of why we play halo to hear jeff stites are going crazy over yep. what we do <laughs> and it just it feels so rewarding and it does every single time i my last match last night i got like four demons or whatever and it was like really gratifying like it was fun does it mean anything no but to me it does so yeah. it's uh something that was much needed and i think it's bringing a whole new life to the game on its own because honestly the skill-based matchmaking kind of sucks and when you go from like these super sweaty matches to just hanging out basically playing firefight it is very satisfying absolutely so couldn't agree more um <clears throat> is there a any specific map or boss that you've had a really fun time with specifically or just you just like the um i think my it would have to, uh i did i did it on um uh launch site um firefight on launch site was probably one of my best favorite experiences i've had in um firefight and uh i think it was uh eshram eshram's probably my favorite um boss to go up against in firefight so <laughs> I, dude, uh, I agree with that go ahead the last time or when i played launch site he was on it and i had that repulsor and <laughs> i had to repulse him off the map and you know and that was it. That's another thing with um, Firefight that I wanted to say is that I love the fact that we can use the Repulsor against Covenant now because you couldn't do it in the campaign. And now you get to have that experience in Firefight against Covenant or the Banished. It's it's <laughs> probably one of the most funnest experiences I've had. So. I I couldn't agree with that more, and that's that was like my first thought when I grabbed the repulsor and I started using it. I was like, "Oh, this is why it wasn't in the campaign because yeah. it's practically <laughs> broken just the way it is." Like, <laughs> I'd be launching bosses into walls, just pancaking them all day. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's so much fun uh, playing live live fire. I always want to say live wire like the Mountain Dew, but playing yeah. live fire with a repulsor is just something else, man. It's really special. Um, it is. But yeah, as, as far as the mid-season update goes, we also got the uh, repair field. Have you used that at all? I have, and I gotta say, it's I I was I was very hesitant on how I was gonna feel about it, but I I fucking love the I love it. I love the fact that it doesn't just do the vehicles; it does you. You can yeah. heal up with it. I did not know that when it was first released, so seeing it in like rumble pit and picking it up and like being able to like kill somebody and run off and heal real quick. Like that's, that's amazing. I think it's a great addition to the game. I think it's a fresh, great idea. Um, 
just in um, strategy wise, it's it's a great addition as well. So I think it's just I think they did really good with it. I uh, I agree. I haven't had a ton of experience with it myself. I have picked it up a few times and revived us and a vehicle. So that was something I was really happy to find out too, is that it heals us and not just the vehicles. Like I was yeah. very, very happy about that. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure we all know, but I don't know if you've seen it, but Mint Blitz over here, always doing something new and creative. Have you seen his video yet where he jumps out of his own wasp to throw the repair field on and then gets back in it and heals it? Oh yeah. I'll have to send it to you. Men Blitz, of course, it would be him. Yeah, I love that dude so much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have a new piece of equipment. We have uh, the Winter Contingency 2 starting in uh, next week, actually. And it's going to bring us some new Christmas-themed armor and some new holiday maps. Uh, Thank and- you, God. I know Christmas is my favorite. I want to look. I want my Spartan to look as Christmassy as possible. Yeah. Um, you've actually already done a really good job of making your Spartan look uh, pretty festive. I would say. Yeah, I got my rain. I got my Rudolph vibe going on, and some Christmas grenades on. So. <laughs> I think I forgot to buy those, huh? The Christmas grenades. I uh, I forgot to buy the Santa Claus hat, and I'm. Upset, upset about it, but I'm sure they'll have something coming week. So I'm excited. They have the Santa hat has to come back. I hope that they make that available on all helmets too. Uh, uh, that the moment. reindeer, the reindeer one is for all or not for all helmets, but it's for all cores so, or it's a cross core helmet. So oh, okay, I'll have to check that out then. Um, let's see, anything else, Halo, that you want to talk about? Anything that you feel like you? Uh, would like to share here that maybe I haven't talked about myself on the podcast. Well, I kind of just wanted to, there, there's been quite a few people that have asked me about, because I kind of made an uproar about the, um, uh, excuse me, about the trailer that they released for the mid season update. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's been two years since the games came out and, you know, they're bringing in this firefight and stuff like that. For some reason, like I had it in my head that they were going to be doing something more like we're going to get a taste of something like campaign wise or, um, you know, something like that. And and then we just got this. And don't get me wrong. I love where the game's at right now. But um I'm one of those lore guys, you know, so I, I like playing those campaigns and stuff like that. And I feel like we need some fresh content on that side of the game. But I don't know. This is something I wanted to voice. <laughs> yeah, so campaign DLC isn't coming. <clears throat> I think it's a I'm... huge mistake and it's, it sucks because I think that campaign has so much left to be desired. I love everything about it. I think we just need a couple more biomes. We can use the flood. And now that the flood are officially back through the armor cores that we got, I would love to see that lore really uh, fleshed out through gameplay and not just, you know, our blogs, not our books. Cause I think that's something that three, four, three is like, in my opinion, really fucking up on when it comes to lore is everything's in the books. Like, you know, we have an Arbiter book. It's like, well, why isn't there yeah. like an Arbiter like side campaign? You know, in Gears of War 3, you literally play as ROM in some instances after you play as the whatever squad that is. So 
sometimes we can play as a different character again. <clears throat> yeah, but, like in Halo Five, when you oh, got to play with Locke. You know? I can. I'm not I looking forward to playing that campaign on stream. I'm gonna be shitting uh, the whole time. I hate. Uh, yeah, I hated Halo 5's campaign so much, but I loved the multiplayer. So, but yeah, that's that's when I got competitive in Halo was Halo 5. So I I nice. can't say anything bad about the multiplayer. I guess I can't technically say anything bad either because that's when I was like really, really getting competitive, getting Onyx without a problem. For whatever reason, I can't do it on Infinite. But <laughs> to, no, I can't. I don't know why. I just I can't. can't do it's it just not meant to be, and it's not meant to be. And I gave up. Um, but as far as me bringing up the campaign DLC and kind of just you already everything I said, you already know. But that trailer was amped up to be more than just a mid-season update. So anyone who tells you otherwise can go fuck themselves. I'll just tell, I'll tell them for you because <laughs> it really was advertised as, Hey, there might be a look at something else. And it, I didn't yeah. think it was campaign. I want that, but it did make it seem like maybe a new game mode, maybe yeah. new original maps that we want to showcase for the first time. Like, Hey, here's what's coming with a winter contingency. So yeah, I felt like there was more coming for sure. It was yeah. if it wasn't campaign, and I know that I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know how people are gonna feel about this, but I, other than campaign, <clears throat> I thought it was gonna be Tatanka, and I know that that's not a thing anymore. But um, Tatanka was gonna bring something different into Halo, and. I thought that might have been the other thing that they would have showcased, but it wasn't. So, but yeah, I think uh, Tatanka. I really, really wanted it a year ago, but I wanted it a year ago. Yeah. yeah, and like as we touched on with Pierre Heinz, like really, you know, reviving Infinite just like he did MCC. Yeah. I I think a Halo Battle Royale should still happen. I just think it should happen in maybe a couple of years because now I just want Infinite to be the complete Halo package, just like MCC before we move on to whatever's next and then you know whatever's after halo infinite which will hopefully just be a brand new campaign following our story um i'm not opposed to a battle royale but they just they they're in a tight position because no matter what people want to believe that battle royale is going to kill arena halo it's done after that so And what I mean by it's done too is I mean the population. Like I think there's still a good pro series that we can have. I love watching the world championships and all those, uh, you know, the the events. But we've seen what it does. The battle royale eliminates basically other. I mean, it literally eliminated Titanfall three. <laughs> We're not even yep. getting it now because of Apex. So and then look at Fortnite. You know, Save the World has been completely abandoned, and now it's just all Fortnite and what they're doing in that. So which I gotta give them credit. As much as I hate it, <laughs> they do right. refresh the game, you know, perfectly. They do add stuff that has never been seen before. Um, but yeah, so I get it. Like Tatanka would be cool as like a, like a, hey, Separate. it's unfinished, but it's playable. Go play it in customs. Or something. I don't <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. I it, feel that. T- yeah. Tatanka kind of has like the Star Wars Battlefront 3 effect for me, like the the OG pandemic Battlefront games. Where it's like, damn, I really wish we would have got it, even unfinished, you know? So, yeah, I feel you. But again, though, I want people to know that trailer was advertised as more than what we got. So, you're not wrong. (laughs) I'd be happy to tell you, too, like, hey, my friend, I think you might have saw the wrong advertisement, but it's like, no, I'm on your side. I completely agree. 
<laughs> Especially uh, for it only being a minute and like 15 seconds. I was like, wait, what? That's it? And then I just like threw my phone down and just went about my day. But like, <laughs> I was like, what the heck? A minute and 15 and that's all we get? <laughs> I feel you. And it got even worse for me. Uh, and I don't know if it happened to you. So on Sunday, there was like a Mexico Comic Con or something. And three four three sent them their version of that trailer with just a little added, you know, blurbs. So I watched the same trailer twice in twenty four hours, and I was like, "No way! It's just the same thing they just sent to the Comic Con." Um, yeah, it's almost the same shit. So I, I was really disappointed. I think for me, the thing that I was like really hoping to see was cross core shoulders, you know, advertised. Which because this cross core cool. shit has been a dream. It's been so much fun to do cross core. The armor coatings, which I forgot to mention earlier, a lot of them are cross-core. 167 of them just got added as cross-core in the mid-season update. I mean, goddamn, Halo 3 is back, baby. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's so fun to talk about. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we uh, kind of wrap it up here? No, I, I think I covered everything I thought about. <laughs> No, that's awesome, man. I'm so happy you came on. We'll definitely have to do some updates. Uh, we'll have you on to talk all things Halo and catch up and I'll give our thoughts on what's happening. You know, we had the winter contingency coming up and then season six should be in February, I believe, or into January. So I'm hoping. Oh, actually, that's what we'll do before you go. Just a real quick thing. Is there anything that you really want to see no matter what in season six? I want to see. I want to see more weapons added. Any any I weapons think, specifically? <laughs> I probably won't get it, but I wanna I wanna see the real gun again. I miss the real gun too. <laughs> I, I miss, miss the too. real gun so much. That was always like a three four three weapon. I really loved for sure. Yeah, it was. It's, you, it's a great weapon. When you hit Other someone, that, with that, it's just disrespecting them. Exactly. <laughs> Other than that, I would like to see an SMG added. I think that would be a nice little addition to the game. Yeah. Because we only have one fully automatic weapon that's the AR. So. Yeah. And the only two SMGs that they have that are considered that are the Sentinel being the Needler. It's like, yeah. well, give us the UNSC one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I agree with that. I want the SMG and the silenced one. The ODST version, not the Halo 2 anniversary one. That'd and be awesome. I want the I want the real gun. But I really miss the Spartan laser too. <laughs> oh, bro. I love that gun. It makes me want to go back to MCC and play that. I know, right? <laughs> well, I was playing the modded firefight. I'll probably go get a laser on it or something. Um yeah. but I think it's time for us to get a new core because I think yeah. the gallery is amazing. And I really, really want us to look like the Gen 3 Spartans. I'm sorry, the... um, I forgot what the generation is. Anyways, I want to look like Red Team. So I want the Spirit okay. of Fire to come back in the lore somehow. And we get armor cores that represent Red Team. I want Jerome's Halo, Halo Wars 2 helmet. Bad. Bad. Me too. I love that one. It's perfect. It's, it's so like the good. perfect combination of the Mark V and the Mark VI just put together. Like, they figured it out. They um, did. But I hope that we get a new armor core, or at least those armor pieces in the game. And then uh, lastly, uh, just icing on the cake, because we already know it's in the game files and people monitored it in, is the Falcon. 
And I also want a new vehicle. And I think the Falcon needs to come back. I think it's yeah. I think it's amazing. It's a great transport vehicle. But the kind of big team battle maps that we have, there's no way it can't be implemented for one per team each spawn. So, well, well I have quite that, the Christmas list. <laughs> right. Well, now that I think about it, the other thing I would like them to add is the beam rifle. Ooh, or the cool. or, or the carbine, one one or the other. But you know, let's those... just get ridiculous. Add the elephant back too. <laughs> I can't just add the elephant. Just do it. <laughs> but um, you know, those gun. You know, I love the skewer. I think it was a great addition to the game. But though, but the OG Covenant sniper is something I wrong. really want to see. You can't go wrong. Good design on it going, too is nice. Yeah, well, except when you're going through Halo 2 Legendary Campaign and you got those jackals beaming you. Those <laughs> bastards, man. That shit's horrible. Right. <laughs> um, but all right. Well, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeti, is there anything you'd like to say before we uh, end this right now? No, just, uh, I mean, well, thank you for the opportunity and um, I'm really excited that we were able to do this finally. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to have you again for sure. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening to the It Just Works podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.